I'm in the bathroom right for that. I am as well, and I'm happy to say I just had yogurt, so I hope I continue to be regular. Um, oh, because of the lactose. Wait, so you can... Not wait, lactose. Guess, well, specifically, this is dairy-free silk yogurt. Yogurt okay. does have cream, like typical yogurts. So like well, a about Greek like yogurt. Greek, or, so Greek yogurt you can't have? Greek yogurt I can't have, no. Wow. So I have to do like because a soy-based one or lactose intolerant? almond milk, cashew milk, yeah. Mm. How, really... how often can you be like, screw it, going in um, and not suffer terrible consequences? If I had a cheeseburger with a slice of American cheese on it, I'll be okay and maybe have a couple weird farts later. Sweet. Yeah. Any, anything more than that? Or, you know, like um, like really, really aged cheeses don't have lactate, lactose in them. So like a very old Parmesan cheese. Not old as in like uh, it's been sitting in my fridge for four, five years, but right. old like the cheese has been aged over a certain amount of time. So um, you can have old, old, old cheese. So an extremely aged cheese. Does that usually, pull the lactate out? Um, I'm, I'm no know. food scientist. Is there, a point, is there a point where cheese becomes too old? Like, could you eat like Jurassic era cheese from a raptor? Um, it, there's such a, a thing called time. mold, and also, but yes. isn't, just, isn't cheese you... just mold? Isn't isn't that its thing? It's like, hey, I am mold. Eat me. Yeah, but. No, 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 it's different. There, there are certain kinds of cheese that use mold for additional flavorages, like blue cheese. So you're telling me if you came across dinosaur cheese, you wouldn't be like enticed at all to be like, mm, no. what's this taste like? No, I think I'd have a bad time because there's going to be some bacteriums. Well, so here's the thing: in order to make cheese, you need to you need to cultivate it with bacteria. Pretty yeah, sure. it's been cultivating with bacteria for millions yeah. of years because right. it's. Fucking well, dinosaur so cheese. So here's the thing, though. I know that my stomach can handle, like, modern bacteria. I do not know that I can fight off raptor bacteria. That's a good point. Like, it may just be that I eat it, and then my body just flips inside out, you know, guts on yeah. the outside mode, because my body is just, like, rejected. As an point interesting point. might be small enough for you to take on. As an interesting point to this, mm-hmm. if it has been... Uh, hermetically sealed in some way, then it mm-hmm. might be fine. Like if it was encased in amber, mm-hmm. or if it was um, like I was reading. But a, again, you might have protected those raptor bacteria that flip you inside out. Yes, that's still true. That's wouldn't still you? Very yeah, true. wouldn't you want it to be exposed because then it would be acclimating to more recent bacteria that your body could handle, and that recent bacteria may absorb the old well, bacteria. Yeah. Then you might have the issue like Mr. Burns had in the Simpsons episode where he went to the doctor and they were like, you have every disease known to mankind. And he's like, you mean I'm invincible? They said, no, oh the God. slightest breeze could kill you. Mm-hmm. And they're stuffing all the little plushies through the doorway. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of what I imagine with modern bacteria on this cheese and raptor dinosaur age bacteria on the cheese. Yeah, you're basically just building a new bubonic plague. Yeah. But there was like this one... I was reading this one article that, or maybe it was a YouTube video, um, but basically they had like a, um, I want to say it was a BRE, like whatever the like army unit, like dehydrated meal thing is Mm -hmm. um, from like 
12 or something. It was like, it was still good. It was from the first world war. Yeah. And they were like, this should be fine to eat. Like we're going to do it. Let's see how it Mm. tastes. Mm. And they're still alive. Did it give them the mega shits? Like typically they do. I, because they're so calorie dense. Oh yeah. Those things are like, you're designed to eat one and then it'll last. You basically, you don't need to eat for the next two or three days because you've consumed enough calories. Like you drank a thimble full of gasoline. Oh, you know how many calories are in gasoline? That sounds disgusting. Uh, wait, how often are what you consuming the fuck? gasoline? I'm not saying you should do this. I'm just saying there's over like 12 million calories per ounce of ga- gasoline. Well, it feeds our cars. That makes sense. They work stronger than we do. If you drink gasoline, it's the last meal you ever have to have. So, well, how much gasoline? Can I will try it immediately. Consume? No, I was going to say because <laughs> you die right after that. I but. know. I know. <laughs> How many calories in gasoline? While he's doing that, I found... 31,000 calories. What the fuck? Per gallon of gasoline. Per gallon? You could ride... If a person could drink gasoline, then a person could ride about 912 miles on a gallon of gas. It's pretty good. Cars get 30 miles a gallon. That's a lot. So you you could go real far on that gallon. Yeah, that's a good point. You would die almost immediately. We're but if a bit more efficient yeah. than cars are when it comes to breaking down our foods. Shut. And producing waste, especially. That's anyway, true. global warming's real. Um, to to circle back to our cheese topic, I yeah. found some true true facts here. So cheeses with trace levels of lactose, mm-hmm. natural aged cheeses such as cheddar, parmesan, and Swiss can be digested by many people with lactose intolerance during the cheese-making process. Most of the lactose is drained off with the whey, which is the liquid portion. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes, whey. Uh, the small amount that remains is the curd. Uh, in the curd is changed to lactic acid during the ripening, aka the aging, of the cheese. Right. Cheese with low levels of lactose... Um, so they're not necessarily aged, but they're low, mm-hmm. is fresh unripened cheese, such as mozzarella, cream cheese, and ricotta, are not aged, but only part of the lactose that remains in the curd has a chance to convert to lactic acid. Cottage cheese, also a fresh unripened cheese, generally has additional milk or cream with the curd. Therefore, fresh cheeses contain much more lactose than aged cheese. Hmm. So you could eat dinosaur cheese is what we're... I could definitely eat dinosaur cheese, yeah. All right then, dude. That's all I wanted to do. I will That's become your patient next. Basically all I needed to know then. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, can we talk for a half second about a pizza that you cannot eat but was really delicious and maybe Toronto McDonald's would want to make? I mean, I can take lactate. Well, it's like 90% ricotta. I love ricotta cheese. So maybe you could take a lactate and eat this. Okay, it's a I'll summer. Eat five lactate. It's a summer pizza, and I made it with the like sort of non-bread flatbreads that they make. Yeah. The I think they're called um, oven stone or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you spread ricotta on the bottom. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! We can't. This is. Yeah, we can. Sir, wait, sir. This is a podcast. I want you to know that. I'm I'm Um, aware of this. this... I wanted to see how far we could go before we addressed it. Yeah, no. (laughs) This is a podcast, and I absolutely need to insist that following form of other recipe makers online and over the airwebs, Mm -hmm. that you give us a very non-sequential, 
unnecessary like essay of your daily life before you give us this recipe. That's really the only way that uh, I know that this yes. recipe is worth any of its salt. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, so let me start with, um, you know, uh, a little soliloquy about how it had been a very long day and uh, my wife and my pup and I had gone out to this nice farm and we had let my okay, dog I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Okay, I'm scrolling. And we're skipping ahead. And that later that evening, I was thinking, you know, what would be a great cap to such a beautiful day where I want to feel like I have enjoyed myself? But okay, I half scroll, half heavy. scroll. All right, cool. So basically the start of the recipe is we want to get some non-bread flatbread. We want to spread ricotta right over the bottom. Um, and then, oh, hang on a second. I have to tell the you about my, my my friend who came over also to taste. Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, scroll, so scroll. the rest of the recipe is <laughs> after you've supplied ricotta right over the, um, I guess the top of the flatbread. You want to slice up um, peaches or nectarines, and I swear to God, you put nectarines on the ricotta, and you bake the whole thing, and then you apply basil and salt and pepper, um, and balsamic glaze, and the whole thing is. Banger. Oh my God. It's a banger of a pizza and it tastes, it's so good, dude. It's really light. It feels really good to eat. And uh, 10 out of 10, I'm going to be making it again. So one non. One non. 12 ounces of ricotta. Ricotta, two nectarines. 17 nectarines. 17 nectarines. Uh, Five hand bushels of basil. At minimum. I mean, you're going to need a lot of basil. We want to drown this thing in basil. Um, you basically shouldn't see the peaches anymore. Yeah. One of those dry measuring cups of salt and pepper. You want to cover the basil so you can't see the basil with salt and pepper. Um, how do you feel about a couple chili flakes going on top of that? I'd probably keep pretty good. I have um, I have salt that has pepper flakes in it that's from Hawaii because it's really yummy. They call it volcanic Ooh. salt. Um, and it was mad good. I did use that in this recipe. Wow. Yeah. Do recommend. Do recommend. Well, there um, you have it, guys. That's been episode <laughs> 168 of Pixel Raider. Um, the milk cast. What have you guys been playing, Danny? I want to hear what you've been doing. Oh, my goodness. So <clears throat> it's been a busy time for me right now. Okay. Um, in terms of games I've been playing, uh, I'll start off first with The Dauntless. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys talked about that. A little bit last time, but what's your what's your take yeah. on Dauntless? Well, it's so good. It's good. Oh, I I detect a it's little bit of a of good. A, a delay in that. Yeah. Question mark. Um, here's the <clears> thing. What do you about, like? What do you not like? Here's the thing about Dauntless. Yes, I'll start with I'll start with things that I don't like, okay. so that we can end on a happy note. Because overall, I would say uh, that this game has. Uh, is a six out of ten when you're playing alone, mm. and at least yeah. a seven and a half out of ten when you're playing with someone else, mm. which isn't great, but is enjoyable still, and also free. So, like, why the fuck wouldn't you? Right. Um, here are the things that I don't like about it. Um, also, someone's foot. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to talk about Scottish here. Um. <laughs> Okay, so things that I don't particularly like about it are um, the voice chat. I haven't figured out how to make work, like the in-game voice chat. Um, it's not great. And uh, even when I'm not in like the console's party, still can't figure it out. Um, hmm. uh, I think that your issue was because you were 
in a PS4 I was in a PS4 chat. party chat, but oh. I had also, like, earlier that day, not been in a voice chat, not been in party chat, mm-hmm. um, got onto the game, grouped up with people, and it just, like, my settings were on, my voice chat settings were on, my mic was on, all that good stuff, like... I went and I made a party chat with myself just to make sure that like my bars were going and they mm-hmm. were got out of that and still nothing. Um, so there's definitely some bugs and stuff in there. There were some issues with like um, one of my friends, like we would finish a quest and it would be like slay this thing and we would go and slay it. And then he would go back to the home hub and hit like the actual quest itself didn't update. Um, so like he didn't have like a place to turn it in. And then uh, if he would quit the game, come back in, it would be there. Um, so that happened to him like a bajillion times and then they fixed though. that eventually. Um, yeah, it's just like little tiny annoying things. Like once you click that you want to go on an expedition or quest, like I have tried to cancel them before and it won't, the cancel yeah, won't actually go too. through. Um, so like, I'll just go on this quest anyway. And there goes another 15 minutes of my life. Um, yeah. Um, I think that it does a lot of things well, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but it's making me, and I was talking to my friends that I was playing with yesterday about this. It's making me just want to go back and play Monster Hunter again, because I feel like that was, um better experience for me yeah does worlds have crossplay worlds does not have crossplay no i was gonna say because it is free on the xbone with uh games pass and i was debating playing it but i don't really want to play it by myself absolutely would recommend um it is very very good it's better with people though right yeah but their matchmaking system is pretty good okay so but i mean in the beginning you'll probably want to more or less play on your own to just rank up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's, it's good, good shit. Um, so, I mean, this has been, (sighs) Dauntless is fine. I think for someone who's never played Monster Hunter, it would be a really exciting game. I think because I'm so used to Monster Hunter and have put so many hours into it, that Dauntless feels like, you're like, I've sort of already done this. Not like a cheapified version, but kind of a little bit, but like a, a much simpler version of a game that I want to be able to do a lot more in. Um, where it's fun, but it's also like, man, I wish I had more combos. I wish there was more weapon variety. I wish there was more customization in my character. I enjoy the choices they've made to simplify certain things, but I think that like... The gathering feels really out of place in that game since there's literally nothing else in a world except for the monster that you're fighting and nodes to gather things. Um, like everything just feels really empty. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, the good things about this game crossplay is great. That's right. amazing. Being able to switch between my PS4 and my Xbox, depending on like who I want to get into party chat with, is great. Um, let's see what else. Um, I do enjoy the simplification from Monster Hunter in some aspects. Like, it's nice that I don't have to worry about making sure that I'm, like, gathering these things or else I'll never be able to make potions. Um, but also, like, 
in Dauntless, if I'm gathering a bunch of stuff, I want to be able to craft on the go, like while I'm in a place, as long as it doesn't require like a forge or anything like that. Like, right. I don't understand why I can't take some leaves and make a salve. Um, anyway. you Like you have to go... You can only, basically, you can only craft in the hub world, and you have to kind of choose your loadout before deploying. Which I actually, I think, kind of works, because the mission structure in that game is so fast-paced and kind of short burst-based that mm. I think it adds a layer of strategy to it. Uh, you know, like, okay, this this is this is what I would need to to best execute this this beast. Yeah. Let me let me get that in advance. And if I'm out, oh, now I have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think that it's uh, extremely repetitive. It's one con that I didn't mention. Mm. Um, I think a lot of games that are like that are. Um, but like, again, like it's hard not to compare it to Monster Hunter, which has this like very lush lore and a lot of various creatures and while like yeah like the big baddies like you're gonna be fighting the same you know 20 enemies like in this game it's really just like you know i'm not sure if this changes later on but it's like the same five or six monsters and then like as you get to higher levels like they just reskin them with different quote unquote powers. Mm. Like, oh yes, the quill shot that you just fought, this like <clears throat> porcupine guy. How would you feel if we made him electric? Wow. Uh, <laughs> like can confirm that this changes pretty dramatically. It does change it very dramatically, but it's also like less exciting. No, I'm saying like after you get to a certain level and you've uh, done a certain number of beasts, you unlock a much wider variety of, of things to hunt. So I mean, it's no, it's no longer just the same things reskinned. Like, can you quantify that? I cannot quantify that because I have no idea how much there is yet. Okay, I'm going to Google it right now. Hold on. Um, I will say, I agree with Danny that it, you know, Monster Hunter is definitely a more rich and filled world. But I also, like, I've told, like, I've described it to Antonio it's like it's a working man's monster hunter. It's a monster hunter for someone who wants to get those battle experiences in with their friends, but they don't have the hundred hours it takes to properly grind out the loot that you want and stuff. Right. Uh, and it's also it's different in the sense that Epic's very clearly trying to go for this multi-platform approach, including phones and Switch. Like they're trying to get as many people to be able to play together as possible whereas monster hunter is still just that dedicated experience which that's because of how demanding it is so you know like they're definitely two games for two different people and yeah. i've played a crap ton of monster hunter and i love monster hunter but i also think this game is just super refreshing in how streamlined it is and how easy it is to get on board because i just mm. don't i don't want to spend that kind of time collecting herbs and spider webs right now so that i can make proper items just so you'd say you'd say you've you're having a better time with dauntless as a result of not needing to go that deep i would just say after the amount of time i've spent in monster hunter games mm -hmm. between 3ds between xbox one over the years it's refreshing to have something that doesn't require such an investment in order to enjoy 
Yeah, that's fair. I think that they... I would 100% agree with that with, like, generations of Monster Hunter. Um, I don't know if I would agree with that with World, because they really simplified so much from Mm. their original model of Monster Hunter and World. There's still a lot of stuff that just becomes very cumbersome and, and a lot of tedium and, you know, prep work and... Not that, you know, this game is all about grind, but just the very basic grind in, in Monster Hunter is so extreme, and that's why it's got such a steep learning curve and why it turns so many people off, just because it does, it requires being one of your primary things. So mm. I think, like, I, I think Dauntless is just, it's Monster Hunter <laughs> for the millennial, the mm-hmm. non-weave millennial. It's also, like, it's not, it doesn't have that, very clear influence of Japanese culture, which I definitely miss yeah. in Monster Hunter. You know, it's really nice to be in that hub world and be like, oh, I need to I need to buff my guy. Let me go have these adorable cats make me food and I get to see that cutscene or True. just all that kind of, you know, it definitely lacks the charm that Monster Hunter has, which which I miss. This game feels very bland at yeah. times and places. But also you can pet dogs in this game, so game of the year. <laughs> That's funny. Lol. Um, yeah, so been playing that. Oh god. Oh yeah? Yeah. I mean anyway. whatever What's that, that was. I I said, oh my god, I'm yawning. Oh. Um I'm also playing um Diablo 3 on Switch. You're welcome, Omar. Oh shit. Um, Wait, no, but this no, doesn't help because he didn't buy it. He's not gonna no. buy that. He's not going to buy it on Switch because he's, he's a, just like, um, he's um, a dumb boy. Well, we've heard my thoughts on this. Maybe we haven't on the cast, but Will doesn't like spending money. I don't like spending money that I've already spent. Says the man who bought Minecraft. How many places? Too many places. And okay. And guess how many times I played it on Switch? One um, time. One time. Nobody Total, asked you to get it on Switch. Totally worth it. Yeah, yes, they did. Tony asked me to get it on Switch. Oh, my not, God. What a, I'm not blaming it on Tony, but I'm saying that I was influenced. Bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I literally just told us yesterday that you bought Dark Souls again. Yeah, that's totally Yeah, dude. But I got it for Switch this time, and I got it at half price. Yeah, but, like, you can't say, oh, don't mm-hmm. spend money. I know. I know. I'm a huge hypocrite. I <laughs> Maybe don't spend money on stuff that won't bring you joy i don't know marie kondo it whatever whatever makes you happy omar do you yeah but like omar you would automatically have at least two people who are gonna play with you but he'd be losing his um current character but you know like the amount of time that he would he spent asking questions about it yeah and get like, like i love it like could have just paid out that investment by now you know i'm pretty sure that's how it works that's yeah, how dude. it works 100 percent um well, yeah, so you've been playing Diablo 3 on Switch. Have you Bunch been playing Diablo on Switch, yeah. Anything else? Um, I have been. It's mostly been Horizon or Forza. Oh, I was about to get real excited. Horizon Zero Dawn's great. Oh, I love Horizon Zero Dawn, but no, I have not been playing it recently. I have been playing something else on PS4, though. Is it Sekiro? You know what? It's not. Hmm. Yeah, Sekiro is real difficult, and I'm probably going to go back to it after I rebeat Dark Souls. It's just so hard. It's really hard, man. And I thought it when I first pitched it 
because I was we did this cast right after I got it, and I first yeah. pitched, and I was like, "It's not as hard. It's really great, and it's like open air, and I can go everywhere." It's hard as shit. I was wrong, dude. It's so fucking and hard. And I I had just not reached the end points where you cannot progress unless you get good. <laughs> yeah. And I like I wanna go back in, and I know that there's gonna be a section where I can beat one guy and unlock a huge new swath of the game. But all three of the mini bosses that are in front of me right now, I cannot beat. And I don't know what to do about it. Probably just get good practice. Yeah, get good, probably, noob. You should probably get good. You probably should get good. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else you've been playing, Danny? Um, honestly, I don't think so. Right. Um, I've been playing that balls game on iOS, which is really stupid, but balls game. It's a catch-up app, and it's basically just like catch-up. Like the, um, Ketchup is the, uh, developer, but it's basically just, um, you shoot a ball at different squares and they can be given you more, more balls and then you just hit more squares and it just keeps building up. And you get more balls, and you keep having to get squares before they Tetris to the bottom. That's basically it. I can dig it. Yeah, Ooh, it's I a will. really good mindless train game. Nope. Um, well, I've been playing a couple things. Um, I Obviously, I got Dark Souls Remastered on Switch. How is that? It's really good, actually. They did is, a, And it's the first Dark Souls? It's the first Dark Souls. Technically, the first Dark Souls is Demon Souls, but um, Dark Souls is the one that most people recognize and the, the one that I played Dark first. The first Dark Souls by so. name, specifically. Right. Um, so it's the first Dark Souls. It is uh, remastered graphically. It plays very well. Um, the thing about Dark Souls that always sort of bugged me back in the day is how delayed your inputs could be um, just by proxy of the control map. Um, you'd press B to climb a ladder and then your character would not quite connect because the hitbox wasn't in the right spot. Um, or you would try to roll out of the way and your the, the speed at which you hit the roll button was slightly delayed and you would get squished even though you know you hit the roll button. They seem to have fixed a lot of that. There's, uh, it's a lot more responsive. Also, some of the initial Firelink shrines are, um, are like the bonfires are pre-kindled, which I enjoyed. So when you get to the first part in Lordran in the beginning of the game, I had I started out with like twelve Estus Flask, mm -hmm. which is a shit ton of oh heals. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so many heals. Jesus. And I think I think they did it in the game because I don't remember that being the case when I first played. I could be wrong, but I do yeah. not remember that. And I think it's because that shrine has just been they just boosted the crap out of it. So when you because get out the gate, because it's really unforgiving kind of thing. Or? Yes, because it's really unforgiving. Sorry, I've never played a Dark Souls, so yeah, some uh, of this is foreign to me unless I've seen a funny video of people failing at it. So, so you played a little Sekiro enough to get the concept, right? Yes, yes. So Sekiro, you have the uh, gourd that you drink from and there's pebbles in it that give life water. Yeah. And every time you take a swig, it like brings up some percentage of your health. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Estus Flask is the exact same thing as the Gourd, except there are crystal shards called Estus shards 
that can be infused into the flask that make you have more uses. But when you start the game, you have one swig, and then you find S's flask, you get two swigs, three swigs, five swigs, whatever. So to start the game with 12 swigs of S's flask is a shit ton of heals. Got it. Okay. Um, I'm understanding. Right. And um, usually you can you can get more. In Dark Souls 2 and 3 changed it a little bit more, so you started to infuse your flask. Uh, Dark Souls 1, you just sort of have a set number, and then you can get more in the flask if the bonfire you sit down at is uh, kindled, um, and you sort of burn up a humanity to uh, stoke the flame and make it a, a better heal spot for you. Oh, um, Yeah, so it's like the, the stronger the link to the fire is, the stronger you are in the town that is nearest to the flame. It's sort of an interesting concept. It's a great yeah. game, honestly. I love this game. Um, but I've been able to to push through a lot faster than I did the first time I played it, and I feel like I'm making some solid progress, Yeah, which is dope. So, so that's been fun. Really enjoying it. I traded in my Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I wasn't playing it. I haven't played that for four months now, so I was like, it's time to go. How far did you get? In yeah. in Red Dead Two, mm-hmm. yeah. I did not beat the main campaign. Mm-hmm. I got to the big town in the corner. You know how it ends at this point, though. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I, I read all the spoilies, um, and it's good, you know. And like, I'm all about the game. It's just, it's not what I wanted to be playing. And I figured that's, that's twenty fair. bucks worth of trade in that I could get something else. So I basically, got What'd Dark Souls for free. Oh, yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had a physical of Dark. Souls. Yeah, they got a physical chip. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my Solaire uh, Amiibo. Did you taste it? I did not taste it um, oh, because this one bad. I got used to get it on sale. Oh, so and I did definitely not. I didn't want to. For sure. I mean, like that's the first thing you do when you get a chip is you taste it. So I didn't want to taste somebody else's tasting. Um, actually, well, it's called a cartridge. Uh, actually, if you dip it in guacamole, I bet it would also still taste like shit, even though guacamole is amazing. So I, I played. I played that. Enjoyed. Um, I tried to play Dauntless and I failed to get through the boot screen because it took me f- like 30 minutes to get anywhere. And I was like, ah, screw this. I'm going to do something else. You should be okay now. I should be. To get into it, I will but... give it a shot. I will play with you guys. I just, I don't, I don't have the drive to give it a shot because I didn't play Monster Hunter and I didn't really care about Monster Hunter when that came out. Um, so I don't feel like I I'm don't attached think that to that's the giant a prerequisite, hunter. but, hmm. um, and it could be really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot because it's I have it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, we but should definitely play. I tried and I failed because of the load screen, so I'm gonna go back in. Um, also, been playing a whole boatload of Dead Cells, crushing oh, I love Dead, Dead Cells. Cells. That oh game is really it's is really so good. good. Um, it's just like you want to play whatever. I I'll got to the play. clock tower. I fought the clock tower lady. How far did have you beaten it? No, I have not beaten it yet. Or, uh, well, have you quote-unquote... Beaten it? Beaten the story part. No, I've got... The furthest I've gotten is through the regular progression to the clock tower and then died on that sort of second boss. Got it. Um, And or down in the sewers um, going through to the... Whatever level that's like sort of on fire... The ossuary? Yeah, the ossuary. I died almost immediately in the ossuary. Yeah. I got wrecked in there, dude. I did not realize how high the level progression was in the ossuary. They're yeah, mad difficult. 
Yeah. Not even on the same plane. Basically anywhere that you need to have a specific um, power. Yeah. A rune for Mm -hmm. like it's going to be significantly harder because it's assuming that you like were able to go through the whole way or that to get the rune to get the build enough. Yeah. Which I don't. Um, so that's, that's fine, but it's great. I really love it. I'm going to, I keep plugging at that every, every once in a while. It's sort of a quick pickup game for me. Yeah. I love that game. I do, yeah. I've also been playing that one. Definitely. And I also been playing dark wood on switch. Um, because that game is just really good. I played it a while ago on, uh, steam when it was in alpha and then beta. Um, the finalized version that came out for switch is mad spooky. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this game. It's sort of like a post-apocalyptic, the forest has swallowed up humanity. Yeah. There are zombies and wolves roaming around um, in the dark. If you stay out at night in like an unprotected zone, you basically die immediately. Um, Is it a three spoopy five me? It's a three. It's a very spoopy game, but it's a 2D top-down adventure horror is everything and cute or is it pretty no it's realistic? dark as, it's dark as fuck um it's like stylized horror but mm-hmm. like for example in the morning after you wake up after after a long night like the house that you've you were aware of how it was arranged when you oh. sort of went to bed is different oh, no. and like things have moved and you know that things have gotten into your house even though you have shored up all the walls and locked all the doors and stuff like It'll be nighttime. The generator outside is running, keeping the two lamps that you have in the house alive. I love yeah. lamp. And then one of the lamps will go out in the other room, and you'll hear things moving around, and then the door will open. And you have to go and like close the door or let whatever it is out there come in. No. Um, and then fight it to death with like a, a two-by-four with nails in it. It's really gritty, Jesus. but it's it's really good. I would, watch it on, I would watch it on YouTube before you commit to playing. And it's specifically... Spooky um, as shit. It's on. I think it's on Switch. I think it's on Steam. I think it's on probably Xbox and PlayStation, but I'm not confirmed on that. But it's it's a zombie horror game specifically, mm. or no? It's just creepy. Creepy. More like uh, I would imagine that there's. It's sort of like there there was an infection, and the infection took a lot of people away and killed them. And the infection also created sort of zombies that have weird face. They kind of look like clickers from top down. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are weird mushrooms and since this event happened, you have not needed to eat food or drink water, but you do really want to cook and inject yourself with these mushrooms because they give you power ups, um, which is really weird. And then like, there are these creatures, like a wolf man comes and it's like literally a wolf in a, in a, in a suit that comes and talks to you. Oh my God. Like a wolf that's in a man suit. Yeah. It's real creepy. And then there's this dude in some like biohazard bag that comes by and like trades with you. Um, and the world, if you stay out at night, there are spirits and things that'll try to rip your face off. You set bear traps. You can step in a bear trap accidentally oh, and like get set upon by wolves. It's really awesome. It's a really, really good game. It's just, it's very spooky. So watch again? the video. It's called Dark Wood. Dark Wood. Dark wood. It's pretty inexpensive. It's usually on sale on st- on Steam. Can I, I get it at Home Depot? It came out for Steam like in 2013-ish. Yeah, it was. It'd been an alpha beta, went to full release probably 2016, and then it ported over to Switch this year. Um, but it's the full edition. And if you get it on Switch, there are some really cool add-ins that uh, break a little bit of the immersion. But 
are very cool. But the whole sort of premise of the game is escape the forest. You have a big key, but you need enough supplies to make the push because, again, you can't stay out at night. You have to stay in the light. Um, in the in I mean, that's how nighttime. I live my life generally. So. If, you, if you are out at dusk, the game will first off start warning you, and then on the way home you just get super lost, and you might wake up, if you're lucky, somewhere else in the forest that you've never oh, been in before. Jesus. Um, the map is sort of sketched in with a pencil as you go. It's cool. It's a great game. Do recommend. Anyway, played that. Also played Void Bastards. Oh, um, what do you think of that? That game is really good. I, I want to hear. Tristan really loves it. I know. I want to hear Tristan talk about it more than I want to talk about it. But <laughs> I will tell you that it's mad good. I have really enjoyed the the gameplay and progression and the stylized comic aspects and the fact that it's set in space is cool. Um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this as sort of a transition to, to let Tris talk about what he's been I playing. I don't think that I realized that it was a um, 3D yeah. like mm-hmm. first-person thing. Like, mm-hmm. all of the screen caps and stuff that I saw. They look like comics. I, yeah, they look like comics. Like, I thought it was a 2D thing. Like, a, like an adventure type thing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like basically FTL. Yeah. If... FTL was also a first-person shooter at like, the point at where all you... the encounters, basically? Yeah, so you get, like, an FTL or Star Fox-type map, and you're just constantly forward-progressing. You can't go back. You're forward-progressing, mm-hmm. looking, um, docking on derelict spaceships, and there's a whole story by, about why there's so many derelict spaceships and stuff, but you're mm-hmm. basically a random criminal who was dehydrated in, in this world when... when People are convicted of crimes. They are basically dried out and killed and stored in a big file cabinet. And when they're needed, they're rehydrated. They just it's really great. It looks like a bag of chips that gets poured into the cockpit, and And then they dump some water on you, and you you see a person pop up. That's Um, actually really cool. So every time you die, because it is a run-based game, so you you will die. Um, But every time you die, you re-roll a new character, and they'll have different unique stats. Um, but you get to reuse all the stuff that the previous character has unlocked. Not keep all the, the stuff. A good you, amount. You of get it. you get a care package every time you get a new thing, and it progresses based on how you're progressing in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like when you upgrade weapons and stuff, like yes, those up those item upgrades are permanent. But like ammo and food and fuel and stuff like that, that is you need to recollect every run. Right. But every time you roll a new character, they will have different perks. Uh, or different um, nerfs okay. per character to kind of match their personality. So, like, for instance, sometimes you'll roll a guy that he'll get a perk that enemies are always available on the minimap. So you can see where everybody is, which is very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but he might have a nerf that is called um, Smoker, which means he coughs periodically. Which lets alert, people know. It'll oh. alert enemies of his presence. So there's definitely, like... Hey, I got this buff, but I've also got this trade-off that I need. Some Um, ships have a gene modifier, and you can use the gene modifier to remove perks. Yeah, but it's also a random roll. So you might get a worse nerf than you may have had before, or a better buff than you may have had before. You don't know. It's all a gamble. Right. Um, So that adds like a different element of strategy to each playthrough. Um, Last last night I was playing, or yesterday I was playing, and one of my my nerfs was called... um, what was it called? It was like 
overly formal and all of the enemies on the in the game changed from their name on screen to mm-hmm. their proper last name so i would yeah. just be rocking up to uh, enemies yeah. and i was like this is mr murphy or mrs johnson and it's like it's just a little silly thing that doesn't really affect the gameplay but it's funny so there are kind of stuff like that too right. but then there are things that are really affect the way that you play like there's one i got called short stature where you are literally a short person so you're like three feet tall and so the the entire world is just kind of a different yeah. Uh, perspective because oh, you're short. that is cool. Yeah, which so is it's... good though because you can slip right into vents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like being permanently in crouch. But mode. you're yeah. also they're gonna headshot you a lot easier because you're yeah. so short. Um, Got it. Okay, that makes sense. And so you're kind of going through uh, spaceship to spaceship and looting them, trying to get better gear to build out your loadouts. Um, every time you go through uh, a ship, you have to consume one food and one fuel mm-hmm. to get to the next one mm-hmm. so it is a little bit of uh you know oh, resource don't management make you drink water again after you've been dehydrated no no just food um <laughs> so yeah so you you go through and you you go ship to ship and you're looting them so, and each ship will have like before you look before you land on it it will say hey these are the types of enemies on this ship these are the sorts of items that are on this ship is it worth it for you to stop here mm-hmm. so you kind of can also strategize hey this doesn't really there's no necessary reason for me to go here i'm just going to keep on going um but you're also consuming food and stuff to get there so you may just want to suck it up um you also don't get a refilled health bar every single time it every time you every time you move when you consume food you you rest basically and you gain a certain percentage of your health back Um, There are like health stations in some ships that you can kind of regen at, but it's also, so this is very like roguelike and survivalist in that aspect. Uh, And also another thing you have to deal with is constantly failing uh, O2. So like each ship has an O2 meter. Sometimes it's like you get really lucky. It's like 15 minutes. So you have plenty of time to explore. Sometimes it's like four minutes and you're like, oh, I got to, I got to scoot through it. Yeah. Yeah. You either got to find like an O2 machine in the ship Mm -hmm. or or get the hell out. The other thing we should talk about is you're not actually playing the clients that you've been rehydrated. You're the backpack. Yeah. (laughs) You're playing. Yeah. So when, when the, when the client dies, the backpack goes, and like pops off the back and then scoots itself like a little dog out the airlock and then runs back to the home ship for another client. Yeah. It's really hilarious because the first time you die, you're like, wait, what the hell? And uh, the, <laughs> the game's like, cool, let me go ahead and get you another client. Let's let's boot you back oh up. God. Yeah, it's like, a, it's it's like, like a the first mission AI. you die on purpose and it's like, don't worry, we wanted you to die. Yeah. Like they, they go out of their way to say, hey, this is, you yeah. were supposed to do that. Oh, Which I appreciated because I was like, nice, what the, yeah. what the hell? They give you yeah. no ammo and they throw you into some place that's going to kill you. Yeah. It's definitely not a fast-paced shooter. It's not meant to be like that kind of game. It's no. definitely mm-hmm. a slower-paced it's really survival good, exploration type thing, but it's really good. It's yeah. really British. Uh, it's very like, British. All of the enemies will have like a British accent and they will all just be you know, cursing at you with weird British slang and stuff. and It's really funny. Yeah. It's it's real good. I I have enjoyed it significantly, so I'm glad to hear you like nice. it as well. I think it's um and I it's think on it's like, Xbone. Yeah, it's in Games Pass for free, which is great. Otherwise, I think it's thirty. Um, um yeah, it's thirty. It's thirty on Steam and Xbox, but it's on Games Pass. If you have that, it's you can play it right now. Got it. Yeah, I really like that game. It's you would think that the slow paced, repetitive looting aspect would get old. Mm-hmm. 
but they do enough difference every playthrough to keep it fresh. Um, yeah, which is real, which is really nice. And the aesthetic is like it's all very purposely comic based. Uh, you know, the 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 even the title screen is like a vertical parallax of a comic book cover. Yeah, with like a this is the cost of the comic and stuff. So it's it's definitely going for that very like '90s almost McFarlane style comic drawing. Nice. Um, and it just, it looks beautiful, especially in, you know, 4k. Um, yeah, that game, I, I've been waiting for that game for a really long time. That was like one of the only reasons I went to PAX this year and it is really good so far. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I remember you gushing about it at PAX. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody, you should play this game for sure. It's real good. All right, I'll check it out. Especially yeah. if you have games. Pass, yeah. If you have really game pass, no you have no reason not to. Reason not to. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, I played some Dauntless on and off. <clears throat> I hopped into Mario Kart the other day. My nephew got Mario Kart, so Ooh, I spanked... on, uh, Switch? Yeah. I spanked him at Mario Kart. It always feels weird when you're spanking playing with, like, a kid. Because you don't know if you're supposed to hold back. Like, I don't want him to feel bad for losing, but I also don't want to teach him that things in life come easy, so... It's just, I need to humble the hell out of it. You're gonna learn this. You're gonna learn this early, kiddo. Like we did a Pokemon battle a few weeks ago, and I totally stomped him. And I was stomping. like, I don't want him to not want to play with me, but also, but also you know, he's got to fucking. Learn. He's got to. He's. I had to earn it. He has to earn it. You know. Being a Pokemon master doesn't come cheap, it's dude. Not easy. Lots of years of tears and sacrifice. It's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was this um, Pokemon the RPG games? Yeah, it was or? Let's Go. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've battled a couple times in the mobile Pokemon Go game, but that battling in that game is—that's not why I play that game. Battling I, happens in Pokemon Go now, also. Yeah, you can battle people. It's basically the exact same really? as when you're doing like a gym battle, except you have um, limited shields that you can use well, to I kind of deflect their Pokemon special. Go. It's weird. Yeah, it's not. It's not like Did it's I, not like the turn-based battling that that you so would be used to. I saw you were playing a while ago, and I downloaded it. I looked around my campus, and I noticed that there is one Pokestop. Yeah, welcome oh, to not no. living in a city, dude. Yep, one Pokestop, one gym, and I was like, deleted. I can't. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Yep, that's that's the joy of living in rural America. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um all right well cool have you been uh playing anything else uh yeah i started playing outer wilds today oh yeah i got i oh, saw i downloaded that, that also because it's on games pass but i haven't um i haven't tried it yet tell us about it so you would really like this game like i like this game well i know yeah um it's very i don't know a whole lot about it yet because i literally just started playing it like a few okay. hours ago but it's it's a non um kind of a, a non-linear adventure, 3D adventure game, almost like I would say like Subnautica is. Where okay. it kind of, you kind of get the idea of what you need to do, right. but it's just like, go figure it out. And the whole thing is this very micro, you're an alien, um, everybody's an alien, you have four eyes, blue skin, sort of like a weird avatar type thing. But you're on this, in this sort of micro solar system. Okay. So it is a, it is, it's not, um, it's not a space game like No Man's Sky where it's procedurally generated. These are, meticulously crafted worlds that are very small and there's a limited number of them. So you're, even though you're exploring space, it is a very limited story that you're trying to be told still. You just need to figure it out. Right. Um, 
the space exploration is not like hopping in your spaceship like No Man's Sky or Elite Dangerous and zooming off into the stars. Mm -hmm. Instead, your ship is sort of like a lunar lander. Oh. So you're controlling upward and downward thrust and forward and side velocity and, you know, locking onto planets and matching their velocity so that because all of the planets are actually gravitating around the sun and it's oh, pretty fast cool. because it's such a small solar system. So you have to kind of recalibrate and, and match the velocity of the ship and land it perfectly. Otherwise, you're going to do damage to your ship. And if you do damage to your ship, you have to actually put on your spacesuit and get out of your ship and go repair it. That's exactly um, what I'm looking for. It's really, it's a really cool experience doing that. That's awesome. Um, there's no guns or anything. It's like I said, it's purely a, so far, it's purely a adventure, go see what there is to see kind of game. Mm -hmm. But you do have a, um, what's it called? Uh, it's like a, uh, it's one of those little things that, mm, you point it and it, plays sound or detects sound from far away uh microphone yeah i guess you could just call it a microphone they call it a signal scope in the game but basically okay. you, you equipped it and you point it and it'll if there's if there's sound or points of interest far away it'll kind of point you to that way sort of like you're in a submarine it's looking like a for signals scanner yeah that's cool um this was also free on games pass right this is free on games pass right now yeah and so there's definitely like a whole element of mystery behind the game. If you die, like when you, when you're on your home planet, you have to go like get the launch codes and you, they're kind of telling you kind of like the seeded route of what, you know, your planet, they had a very basic space program and now they want to explore more. And there's a, a hint of mystery. Uh, you're going to translate languages and stuff. And when you're about to board your ship, you see this statue that looks at you and it gets all weird um and right. whenever you die you actually restart like an the entire game? loop so like you it, it kind of plays in reverse very quickly everything that you did and then you wake up in your sleeping bag next to another person at your campfire and you can talk to them and be like did i just die and they're like no you just woke up dude and so i'm not sure how that works with progression and stuff mm. um but every yeah i was like exploring space and I, I think I went a little too far, and I ended up, I think I got eaten by a, a space anglerfish. Mm. Um, that wasn't cool. But it's a very beautiful game. The soundtrack's very good. I really like the way the exploration works. Mm -hmm. um, it's really neat, dude. That's awesome. And it's, it's, yeah, it's on Games Pass, and... I think it's Epic Store for PC. I don't think it's Steam. I could be wrong. I don't know. But it's super neat if you're into, you know, as somebody who is into Subnautica. Yeah, definitely am. I can almost guarantee that you would find this game appealing. Uh, probably uh, Tony, too. Yeah, um, I was going to give that a, a whirl later this um, later this afternoon. Very so neat. Um, at all of the dialogue, there's no voice acting. It's all scripted, sort of like, you know, Fallout 3 style, right. which I kind of like. And there's, you know, branching conversations and stuff so there's definitely a story there that you're you're going to be telling so it nice. is a lot of exploring talking and listening more exploring talking and listening so if that's not your thing you know if you're looking for like a more fast-paced combat type of thing mm -hmm. don't look here but well, the lunar mechanics of or the like lunar lander mechanics of that make this the space traveling very different and very fun uh, right. i really enjoy it so yeah man i think that's all i've been playing uh, cool, other dude. than 
some Pokemon Go. Nice. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we toss it over to surprise guest Tony? Tony, glad you could make the cast today. What's up, fam? I we actually oh have so been here loud. the whole time. We just have him ball gag most of the time because yeah, he never really shuts good. up. I, yeah. I overslept, so that's okay. Yeah. How dare you? That's okay, you? man. That was my bad. What Tony, you, what you been playing? Yeah. Oh man, um, I, I'm a boring guy this week. I didn't play much new. Uh, I've yeah, been I've been tearing mm-hmm. through um, Final Fantasy X remastered on Switch again. I mean that game plays exceptionally well. I think it may be the best place to play it, with the exception of PS2 because PS2 has that nostalgia pull. Right. But if you want a modern place to play, hands down, Switch is where it's at. Mm. Um, you can look at the videos. There's next to no difference. You know, between Switch and PS4 and Xbone, like, looks great, plays great, handheld, docked, doesn't matter. Um, the only thing that bothers me is, <laughs> so I, I was at the first fight with Maester Seymour, and, uh, you know, you have to beat the crawler tank from the Albed, then you truck your way to him, then a bunch of stuff happens and you have to try and beat him. And I got to the second phase, I beat his Seymour's Aeon, I got to the second phase of his uh, battle, uh, no real spoilers, because... It's old game and, you know, anyway, I'm not giving you story beats, mm. uh, but uh, I died and I was like, well, shit, it's so weird that there's not a save point around here anywhere between all this. And there actually was in the, uh, in the palace I was at, I just didn't see it because the only time you could actually see it is when you're in, if you see it in a cut scene behind you, or if you actually look on the mini map, which um, it's literally right at the door tucked pretty far behind in a little bit of a hallway mm-hmm. so it was kind of easy to miss uh so i was like all right well whatever you know i don't feel like going through it again so i went through it a second time later that night and um i got right to the entrance of the palace and i was like let me look outside maybe it's outside i went to turn around outside and uh got in a battle and died so then the third time i uh i got it and it was fine uh and i was like oh well god damn it it's right here at the entrance so Anyway, that game's fun, um, even though save points can be a little annoying sometimes. Uh, it's also, I feel like when these games are remastered, um, especially older games like this that are very dialogue cutscene heavy, just listen, if you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to do anything to the save points, uh, the save system and adjust it in any way, especially on a portable platform, give me the option to... Uh, to uh, skip cutscenes. That's it. It's not yeah. hard. Um, yeah. Anyway, that game's fun. A little dated. Uh, Gameplay-wise, everything's great. So if mm. you guys love that, check that out. Uh, a Plague's Tale Innocence is still real good. Uh, I, I try and beat like a chapter every other night. Um, chapters aren't that long. They kind of vary depending on the gameplay and the story that they're showing you. Right. Mm, I am on chapter like 11 now, and I think there's 17, something like that. This is Plague's Tale? Yeah, mm-hmm. still really good. I think all you guys would really like it. Yeah, even even Danny over there because she wow. loves. Well, yeah, kid. Well, you especially because mm. you love The Last of Us. Should she buy it physical so she can return it? How I'd... long is that game overall? Like, do you oh. have like a general sense of like? It's a good couple. Of, it's a good or... chunk. I mean, I would say it could take you about an hour ish per, um, per chapter. So, so at like least a thirty to forty hour campaign then probably. No, 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 no. Probably looking twenty plus, twenty ish, somewhere around there. And it's sixty bucks. Four, it's fifty. 
Okay. Uh, so what's interesting is I thought this game was built on Unreal Engine 4, and a lot of people did, and there's tech analysis, and it's actually their own in-house engine they came up with. Oh, it's not uh, Unreal? No, it's a phenomenal-looking game, too, and it runs well. Uh, I haven't had any hiccups. Um, it has 4K HDR support. Looks real good. Uh, but, Danny, I think especially you would like the story and the gameplay. So it's not The Last of Us as far as, like, action. It's more The Last of Us as far as stealth. Um, and they play with uh, with fire, as in light and darkness, because there's the, always the impending doom of, like, rats, because it's the plague. So you have to kind of try and work your way around the rats, and there's environmental puzzles. Um, and then you also have to stealth your way around the guards because all you have is a slingshot. You don't have anything. Like it's not like you're this super heroic person who, like, all of a sudden you're you were like because you you were the um, the daughter of like a, a royalty. So it's not like all of a sudden you can pick up a shield and a sword and you can use it because this is a video game. It's very much like you have no idea what the hell you're doing. You have to avoid combat as much as you can. Um, but then along the way, with the slingshot, you you pick up all kinds of materials. Uh, and I said this last cast, but uh, so I'll try and summarize. Basically, you can use these materials to make potions and, and tonics and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or you can use them to do upgrades on your slingshot, which are also very necessary. So it's kind of like this balancing act of you have to figure out what's more important at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, and usually the best thing is to just try and avoid combat altogether. But then later mm -hmm. on you can mess around with light and fire and you can actually use the rats to your advantage and kind of like funnel them to places you want to go to destroy enemies and stuff. It's really cool. I really well, think you'd like it. The chances are that at the end of this game, you end up with a magic pipe and it turns out that you're Pied Piper the whole time. And you, <laughs> you lure the rats out of the city and you are the savior of the plague. I don't Anybody know. I think that I think there's any... Maybe, probably not. It, mm -hmm. It's 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 more serious than that. But anyway, I think you like it because um, it's basically you and your little brother, and he's like an AI companion. But he doesn't really, he can't really do anything because he's like five years old. But you can direct him sometimes to do certain actions. Uh, and then you also have like rocks and pots you can throw and distract guards and stuff. So um, I think you guys would all like it. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's one of my favorite games this year so far, just because it's. It doesn't really do anything revolutionary. Like it does things individually that are really cool, but it's just the way it all comes together and the story and the main characters and supporting characters. Uh, for a non-AAA title, it's got some of the best voice acting. Um, it's just it's really good, really good. And like I said, it's not sci-fi. It's not anything that we've seen over and over and over. It's not zombies. Thank God. It's different, um, different time period. Everything. So definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've also been playing Dauntless, uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, Dauntless is Dauntless is a game that I played the training, uh, the initial training monster for, Behemoth mm -hmm. they call them, and uh, I got to the hub world and I was like, wow, I was kind of overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, there's like this currency, there's that currency, there's dies, there's like a million things. I just felt like the game instantly wanted me to spend money, and I got turned off, and I almost deleted it. And then I played a little bit with Donaldo over here and Tris because Will is a bitch and won't download it and play it with us. It's downloaded. I just didn't want to sit through the load screens. There's no load screens anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, you can. You can. I've been able to get right in all week. Oh, now he's got a new excuse. 
Yeah, of course he does. Well, I, I was, if you had been here earlier, I would have told you I just got uh, Dark Souls remastered, so I'm playing that. But Oh, that's uh, great. Will the Wizard of Excuses over here. Yeah. I might try it out. That might be a name of the cast. I'm going to Will the Wizard. Oh, I'm excited. Anyway, um, so Dauntless is really good. I, I'm assuming Tris talked about it. I don't know because I was asleep. Me and um, I talked about it. Well, dear God, I really like it um, a lot. I may have may have got the Arch Slayer pack uh, because it was payday, and I was like, I was like, yeah, why not? Anyway, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, there's some things I would like changed. I would like patrols to actually be like, like patrols in Destiny, where I can spend as much time as I want in the area. Right. Um, as it stands, it feels like just doing a regular pursuit, with the exception of instead of knowing what monster I'm coming up against is randomized. But like one thing that kind of annoys me real quick is if I'm on a patrol, I usually kind of just want to take my time. I want to gather resources. And everyone else in the team, nine chances out of ten, just wants to go straight to the behemoth. And I'm like, but resources, guys. And it's like if I don't get to them in time, then my rank is lower. And another thing that really annoys me that I was telling Trish yesterday that's happened to me is if I'm trying to get resources and people go to the behemoth, they'll shoot off the flare if I'm collecting things and not looking, if I go to look later, I have no way of knowing where anyone is. There's no like player indicator. There's no like, hey, this is definitely where the monster is. Like it's, eh, that part can be a little annoying. I have annoying. a question for you. Like, yeah. Are you actually using like their grenades and the different things that you need those resources for? Here's, I am. Yeah, I've been crafting grenades. I've been doing upgrades to my weapons and armor. So nothing that you gather is used for armor or your weapons. Well, there's what about the ore? Nope. Ore's That's not gathered. Only ore's used for only grenades. From, huh. Well, ore is used for armor, but it's only gathered from. Or I'm sorry, I'm thinking from orbs. Yeah, the orbs come from yeah defeating the behemoths. I just I don't know why. I guess I just kind of always assumed that ore would naturally go to armor and weapons. Yeah, because honestly, like mm. I have not ever. Needed to go out of my way to gather. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess either way, like, like I was telling Tris last night, and uh, what was your friend's name Tyler? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a cool guy. We were all chatting, and um, I guess the only other thing is when you start the tutorial monster, there's a couple small, really small mo- uh, monsters you go against, and then the behemoth, and then the rest of the game it's just behemoth, 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 and sometimes they have weird, annoying minions. But I would just like a, a, a world where I can just like get dropped in it even if it's a smaller island let me do my thing have randomized behemoth show up something like that something a little more destiny patrol like oh it sounds like you're asking for monster hunter world yeah <laughs> uh yeah which but, is free by the way on games pass oh i know i have it downloaded i i bought that game when it came out um shortly after but but monster hunter just has a lot of baggage and a lot of systems i need to know and i don't know maybe this game will pull me back there uh but i can't make any promises but anyway Overall, still liking Dauntless. Good time. Distilled version of Monster Hunter, which I didn't realize I wanted, but apparently I did. Yeah. Uh, and it's red. Nice, man. Well, uh, I think that's what I have I'm a question to... for you, Tony, before we continue. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, Willy Wizard. Yeah, shit. Face Will. Yeah, uh, Will. You've been playing Final Fantasy X. Yes. And we spoke a couple weeks ago about you know Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy Remasters. Do you still have the desire at all for the remaster of 12 after playing 10 at all? Or is 
10 I'm, sort of filled your cup and you're like, I'm good. I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't know if Danny knows this, uh, but I've been on this RPG kick for the past like year or so. Um, ever since uh, Yeez 8, um, I, I'm still interested in it. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be anything else that comes out that may take that away. Like by that time, Dragon Quest. I was going to say by that time, maybe Dragon Quest will be out. Uh, which oh I have. God, if you're into RPGs right now, and especially JRPGs, you gotta get Fire Emblem when it comes out. That was actually uh, on my list. July, right? Yeah, but that's a strategy game, and Tony, like, we were just talking last night. Well, he did say he is sort of into Wargroove, so maybe. I don't know. I, I, if he yeah. likes Wargroove, he will. I may like it. I don't know. If ho- Hopefully there's a demo or something. I don't know if they do demos for Fire Emblem games, but they probably don't not. They need to demo it. Yeah, I had a feeling at this point that's where they were at. Um, to answer your question, I don't know. I'm still kind of interested in in, uh, in 12. Um, it's more action RPG. I like the idea of being able to kind of tell my party how I want them to react to things. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You played 12 originally? Nope. Oh. I have not. I played 10 a long time ago. Uh, don't remember if I... I don't think I beat it. Is I got 12, pretty far. Um, the Star Wars one? Essentially, it looks like Star Wars, yeah. It's like the... Yeah. It's like the same story as Star Wars. Yeah, it? from what I've been reading, it's basically Star Wars, but Final Fantasy. Yeah, um, I played that one. It seems, it seems like it's decent. I don't it know. It has Fran in it, right? The um, bunny girl? Maybe. I don't know. Is the Easter bunny in it? Huh? You said bunny girl. So, should we get on to the news? Fine, Will the Wizard. Jesus Christ. We'll go to the news. That was just for you, Will. Mm-hmm. Let me put in a timestamp. Mm-hmm. Will loses his hair at about 58 minutes in. Okay. There's not a lot of news. with me, don't you? Not a lot of news. In the world of... Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. Well, now it's out, now it's out there, Will. Now it's out there. Your head might be cold. This is okay. a podcast. Listen, no we'll knows, just Will. Will just said he's cold, so we'll, we'll I'll have someone knit you a hat. Will in the world of PlayStation, June's PlayStation Plus lineup is actually pretty good. Uh, PS4 owners subscribed to the service will nab Sonic Mania, which we all loved, uh, as well as Borderlands: The Handsome Collection, which is pretty that's awesome. Great. That's that's a pretty good lineup. Um, they may be games you've played, but if they're not grab them they're good uh kojima released a nine minute trailer for death stranding this week and while we still have literally no idea what the hell's going on in the story we did get to see a little bit of gameplay uh and the title has a release date now november 9th of this year uh of course there's a bunch of digital and physical editions but there's a collector's edition i don't know the price because i'm not interested in it because it's probably really expensive. But it includes a life-size BB pod, which is the capsule that the baby comes in. Um, so, yeah, you can have uh, you can, baby you can, in a bottle. You can have a little baby in a bottle. I'm little, a baby in a bottle, baby. You can have a jarred baby. Pickled baby. Are you guys excited for that game? I'm excited to see the reactions of it online. I feel like I'm more curious right now than excited because, like, I don't, I don't know what it is. See, I'm exactly with yeah. Tris. We were talking. I watched about- the whole trailer and I was like, okay, so I can oh, drop really training? long ladders, yeah. yeah, and I can drive poles into the ground so and, and use ropes. To it looks. Climb. It. What I gathered 
is you are somehow connected to the past where tragedy occurred, thousands of people died and they never left the mentality of being at war, but you need a bridge baby that helps you jump between planes of existence yeah. So that you can avoid being killed by the things in the past that are bleeding into the future. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I, I gather from it too, because they called it a bridge baby. Um, yeah. I am with I'm with Tristan. I'm it not It looks interesting. I'm not excited, but I'm definitely curious. I definitely want to check out the story. But um yeah. it's like I said to them yesterday, like for me, from what I've seen gameplay wise, first off, I feel like they showed too much story, not enough gameplay. Second of all, from the little bit we've seen, everything you do in that game seems like what you do in a generic game, like mm-hmm. set up a ladder, shoot some people. Um, yeah, there's nothing new about it other than this weird-ass story. Right, and that's what's keeping me interested. Uh, so, yes, full price. I'm going to say no, but you guys always make fun of me, so maybe I'll end up getting it anyway. I don't know. I mean, well, no, you'll end up getting it day one. So. You can get it. I'm not going to get it. They want I'm a little surprised that it's coming to PS4. So am I. I thought for sure this was going to be a next-gen next title and it was going to straddle the line. I'm surprised it's coming out before The Last of Us Part Two, which I heard... I got delayed to 2020, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't... I don't think it was official, but it's been heavily rumored it's pushed to like February 2020, which wouldn't surprise me. When does uh, the Ghost of Tsushima game coming out? I'm just trying know. to gauge, like, what does PS4 I don't know. Did that get still? pushed? They showed it, like, two um, years ago. They showed a lot of things a little too early. I think that was their problem. Yeah. Um, which they admitted. They're like, yeah, we showed things too early. You think they would have learned after The Last like Guardian? The Last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess not. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, no, still TBA. I feel like, yeah, that's going to be next year, too. Um I keep thinking next gen's coming twenty twenty, which feels weird because I feel like PS4 Pro and Xbox One X didn't come out that long ago. Um, they it's weird. Like I was just thinking about it the other day, and you know, I guess the last generation was pushed back so far. Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'll just move on. Hmm. Uh, that's really all I have for Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo bleh, PlayStation. Not a lot going on uh, in Nintendo. Uh, there was a big Pokemon press conference where they made some announcements. Um, it was so quiet. I can't wait to Holy go to sleep. Crap. It was so quiet. Yeah. Uh, so a follow-up to Detective Pokemon Detective Pikachu is coming to Switch. It takes place after the cliffhanger ending of the 2018 game. I don't know what that means because I never played it. Uh, I'm interested a little Ryan bit in the Reynolds 3DS version. Ryan inside all of us all along. <laughs> no. Ryan Reynolds couldn't get inside me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, just kidding. No, I would not like that. He's a cool guy, though. I have mad respect for him. Uh, China's... That's, that's on the internet now. That's yeah. Okay. Well, I can't come back. Well, I'll take those words back. I guess you can, since you're editing, technically. I can. Because, uh, yeah, Will doesn't do his edits. And I think it's funny. Will half the time says he's going to... I'll edit that out when he edits, and then he doesn't, and then I yeah. laugh when I listen to it. And well, I'm that's because like, I think it's... I'm like, com- I, enjoy, I enjoy leaving it in for the comedic... Value For the wells. Yeah. Generally speaking, I I'll cut something that I think it's not helpful or yeah. Sometimes garbage. Will I forgets, do a lot of that. Will forgets to Photoshop cut, as he says. Uh, China's getting an enhanced edition of Pokemon Quest that will include social features and a player versus player option. Wait, um, what? Yeah. What is Pokemon Quest? 
Oh, that's that Switch game that plays itself. Okay. Ah, there it is. That's a mobile game, too, that no one really plays. Um, Pokemon Home was revealed as a cloud-based service that links up your smartphone, Switch, and 3DS tiles. I just want to take a moment to say... About Pokemon Bank? I fucking called that exact thing. Yeah, oh, did. yeah, yeah. 100%. I'll grant you. I mean, we all knew, we, we knew like, either Pokemon Bank was coming over or... I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm excited. they needed something new. Uh, it's, it's going to be nice to have a platform that's no longer dependent on... A console with a shelf life, um, right. especially given we were just talking about this last night in Dauntless. Given Nintendo's really bad history with preservation, you know, like there was going to come a day where they're not. I mean, there already is a day where they're not investing in the dual screen type system anymore. Oh yeah, that's so dead. Pokemon <laughs> Bank is going to just become a relic soon. So to have be able to be like, okay, I can migrate this stuff to a mobile architecture that for the foreseeable future will not be changing. Um, yeah. Everything can be managed from there in the palm of my hand. It's it's awesome. I think that it's perfect. I will even gladly pay, I will stop paying the $5 a year Pokemon bank fee and start paying the $5 a year uh, Pokemon home fee for that. Oh, is that confirmed? Is there a price? No, I'm just assuming. Oh. Um, I think it's a safe. So thing. that's that's only if you're moving forward with Switch, though. I don't. They didn't say if Pokemon Bank would talk back to. I mean, if Pokemon I Home would talk back to Bank. I think that so, since Pokemon Go and Let's Go are part of that, I honestly think they'll start working towards parity okay. between them. Because mm. if they're if they're making it so that stuff from Pokemon Go and Let's Go can be put into. Um, Sword and Shield, you know, obviously new Pokemon wouldn't be able to be brought back and forth, but they're clearly, they've developed a method of converting the Pokemon with a CP level, which is what Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Go use, into a more traditional stat level, which is what Sword and Shield use. So I honestly probably see them having parity at some point, especially they'll push something where it's like, transfer your Pokemon to Pokemon Go and get candies that, you know, raise your stats and like the Pokewalker for gold and silver, you know, you take yeah. it with you, you mm -hmm. get stuff because it's with you and they really, especially with like this narrative that they're pushing right now of like having Pokemon products be part of your lifestyle, like sleeping and walking now. Yeah. To have you engaged in that at all times is to their benefit. So yeah, you know, that'd be interesting. So to move on with that, uh, so as we know, uh, when uh, Iwata was there, he wanted to do a quality of life division, and they were trying to figure out ways to help us sleep. Uh, and that recently, that division uh, got shut down. But this is obviously uh, the fruits of that labor. So th they announced Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which is a stupid name. Uh, so it's basically a Pokemon Go Plus, but it tracks your sleep. Um, okay. And you can use it with a new app coming out called uh, Pokemon Sleep, where you uh, help your Pokemon by sleeping, I guess. Um, I don't know. Seems weird, I, I guess. I can't wait for I'd... Pokemon Eat. I can't wait for Pokemon Poop. Oh, Pokemon Poop would be great. Yeah. Pokemon, um, 
Pokemon Pokemon Bait. Anyone anymore. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's weird. Uh, so that's the thing coming out. Um, Pokemon Go's being overrun by Snorlax at the moment. Uh, if you want to hop in and play that, uh, DNA announced a new mobile game called Pokemon Masters, which looks to be more of a somewhat traditional Pokemon sort of last game. Name of DNA, to be honest. Ish. Yeah. The, the DNA games have turned out to just to be so microtransaction and restrictive in playtime without having to wait for stamina to reload that I'm so turned off. Like I've tried going back to Tregalia, I've tried going back to Animal Crossing, I've tried going back to Fire Emblem, and it's just the way that they wall you with those games is like so discouraging to want to continue without yeah. paying money and I'm like not gonna do that. So Yeah. Yeah. Unless this game and maybe this game will be dramatically different because Nintendo I remember a few months back Nintendo like deliberately told the developers that they work with to tone down microtransaction stuff. Right. Mm. So m maybe we'll see that in here, but also at the same time, like, it's DNA, so... Yeah. I don't have high hopes. Uh, the dev team behind Unity Engine announced native support for Labo VR. So, uh, still not the best VR choice. I don't know how much that's going to help, but it's there if anyone wants to use it. Uh, also, it was confirmed that um, players cannot play together That's in fine. Super Mario Maker 2. Ugh, Which dude. Is like, Don't even get me started. Heck, guys? Yeah, I thought for sure we'd be able to play through levels together and stuff, but nope. It's so dumb. They cited issues with leaderboards. It's such a bad reason. I know. Like, just make them unranked leaderboards. Or yeah. Like, make it make, like, if you're in a party with your friends, you're not competing on leaderboards. And it's stupid, because, like, they're even walling off co-op, which isn't leaderboard supported. So, like, it doesn't, that doesn't even hold up. That's, that's clearly just bullshit. I know. Like, like I'm still going to buy the game, and I'm going to play the hell out of it, because I severely wanted that game before I even knew that it had simultaneous multiplayer. But just the fact that, like, you, like, like, echoing from things like Mario Party, where the limited off mobile uh, online option is so restrictive, it just sort of ruins it. And luckily, you know, most people are going there to play levels and build levels and share levels. So, like, that's still the main draw. But, and, and Mario versus multiplayer is, like, definitely its own type of niche thing. Like, I don't super love playing you know, new Super Mario Bros. Wii U four-player, because it's just weird. But this right. would have been a very awesome thing to have because of the creative tools that are allowed. And with Nintendo, Nintendo just has to get serious about their online push and, and recognize what their consumer wants, because this is not what the consumer wants when it comes to online play. I don't want to play with randos. I don't like playing with randos even when the game is about playing with randos. I like playing with my friends. Yeah. Like, like, I don't understand why they can't just recognize that. Yeah. And that doesn't feel like an entitled thing to say, because it's like everybody, you have your online community and you have your online friends who you like to play with. I feel like I'm not alone in saying that, right? No. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Um, moving on to Xbox, Microsoft is ready in Games Pass for PC, and the best part is the company has lifted the UWA, or Universal Windows Application, requirement. This means that games no longer have to be specific, have to specifically support Windows 10 or the Windows 10 App Store. 
uh, and they can open regular Win dot you know Win thirty two apps like Elder Scrolls and things like that. So we may mm. see a lot more games on the service now um, because those a lot of those requirements have been lifted. Uh, they also said that um, uh, Microsoft said certain games I guess that they publish will be available on Steam as well. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they're gonna be moving over there too. Uh, in industry news, uh, Bioware announced details on Anthem's delayed Cataclysm event. Uh, um, I said, to be honest, I didn't really care to watch. But I was going to ask, are you still playing Anthem? No. I stopped after week one. Um, Is anybody playing Anthem? Uh, probably like two people. And those I two people... I can't believe that they're not even talking about like anything at E3 for it. We knew this was going to happen. Today. It's a shame, man, because like when I was playing it, I liked it, and I liked the verticality. I loved like the battles you were with, with, with people. It was so cool. If, uh, they don't, if they don't mention Anthem at E3 you know it's dead. and it's dead, yeah. Fallout doesn't get mentioned, then like, dead. I, I can't. That's such a... Imagine having such little faith in your product, like, you know? Yeah. It sucks because I really like that game. Um, I just don't want to grind the same single stronghold because the other two aren't worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff in there. You can you, you can look at it on the website. I don't I don't. It's not worth going through, honestly. Um, Google made some changes to the Google Play Store policies regarding sexual content, hate speech, and games that offer randomized virtual items for purchase. Titles now must uh, titles must now quote. Clearly disclose the odds of receiving those items in advance of purchase. I think that's totally reasonable. And as part of a greater discussion, maybe we should get into this later, but the the whole I don't know what the percents are, um, I feel like in a mobile game is even more heinous than playing it in a game that's designed around it. Absolutely. Like just the 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 people who are playing mobile type games and Literally gambling, I feel like, is higher than the people who are playing console-based mm-hmm. uh, loot box drops games. Yeah, like for me, it's different in a, in a, in a free-to-play game like Dauntless where, you know, I buy my currency and then I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's different. Um, but, like, I don't, I don't really play any of these games where you have those randomized loot boxes because that shit would drive me nuts. Um, and I... You know, I, I'm definitely for... They do, it, they do it right because it's all cosmetic. None of it changes the gameplay. It's not yeah, but still, if there's a cosmetic thing you or your kid really, really want, they're just going to keep begging you to roll the I dice. Would, I would really love to be able to just buy that new May skin that looks like Bubblicious. I'm down for that. I did. I spent 3,000 coins on it. No, you can't buy coins. you got to roll for loot boxes, and then if you get coins in the loot boxes from duplicates, well, yeah. then you can that's, get... That's what I'm talking about. Like, kids... Kids will very much want what they see and if they see that and they want it and they can't have it sure like that's that's the problem that's the real rub with it um whether it's cosmetic you know the fact that it's only cosmetic is great for gameplay cool that's that's super that doesn't help my wallet when i have a bunch of kids that want that thing and they can't have it and it's up to chance that i think is bullshit yeah which we all agree on you know um moving on you guys like journey or journey's great if you know anyone who hasn't played Journey and they don't have a PS4, they can pick it up on PC via the Epic Game Store. It'll support 4K output. It'll it's available for pre-order for $14.99 and is also purchasable for $4.99 with those with the Epic discount. I don't know what that means. Uh, but you can get it for <laughs> five bucks with your Epic discount. I think 
I, I don't know what that's about, but I managed to swing a $10 discount on Observer. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys about Observer. Holy shit. Yo. Uh, okay, one minute caveat side discussion for a half second. I played Observer on the Epic Store. Um, I got it for $10 off with my Epic discount, which I don't know how it got applied. It just asked me if I had an account, and I signed in, and it gave it to me. So I was like, all right. Um, not complaining. Maybe it's just your first purchase on the Epic Store. You get discounted. Um, well, if you played any other Epic games on any console, then they Yeah, you have an account tied. I played Fortnite for like a half second. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's why I have one, too. That's right. So... Um, Observer, though, and I didn't talk about it because I didn't write it down, but I played it and I beat it in like three or four days. Um, flash through this game. You play as an AI that is sort of losing its mind on a space station like the International Space Station, the ISS. Um, and you're helping your presumed solo human occupant um, survive and figure out what the hell's going on as you take over parts of the ship again that you used to have control over but you are having to learn how to take back over um you can sort of fly around in this little visual orb that you pilot in zero g and it's just it's a really cool freaky story adventure um and it's one of the best space drama narratives that i've played in a very long time it's really really good i highly recommend it it's called observer um it's by the same guys that made the stories untold oh game. okay yeah. yeah it's their sequel they tried to do this game as a sort of sequential based uh, episodic thing and then they realized there was too much story there was too much going on and, and they made it into one long adventure it's probably 25 hours worth of gameplay um, I think the game is normally 22 bucks, and if you have an Epic discount, it's 12 bucks. Um, it's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Really, really good game. Do recommend it. You can play it on PS4. You can play it on uh, PC. I would probably recommend using a joystick only because the amount of wobble that there was in the camera was a lot, but I think I had my sensitivity up real high, so maybe that's my fault. Is that a VR compatible game? Um, I don't think so. You probably could play it VR, but I don't know that you'd want to. A lot of it is looking at interface panels and playing little 2D puzzles. Um, you can explore in space in your orb, and a lot of the game is floating through corridors in the International Space Station where like, there isn't really a defined up and down. Um, I think I would get nauseous if I was playing in there because there really isn't an orient to ground thing. Um, so, uh, I do recommend it though. It was really cool, Tris. I think you'd like it a lot. It's 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 a like, lot of lost like, in space. You know, like Hal nine thousand. You you actually probably will feel like Hal nine thousand because that's pretty much who you're playing. <laughs> it's it's really cool. Can I at any um, point just cut the life support of my entire crew? I don't want to give you any spoilers, but I cannot confirm or deny that I may have murdered somebody. So that's interesting. Um, you can uh, open your locks if that answers some questions you have. Well, so Will's a monster. Okay, it's real cool. good. It's real good. I, I just recommend it. it's called um, Observer. Anyway, that was my sort of one minute tangent. Please continue. Play it. Uh, one minute. Yeah, you know it's never a minute with no, it's Will. It's a minute thirty. It's pretty close. 
Uh, Ubisoft store, uh, Ubisoft's online store. Uh, mm-hmm. There were people who spotted something called Ubisoft Pass Premium, uh, and then it was quickly removed from what was originally the subscription category. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely going to be something at E3 because uh, everyone wants you to subscribe to uh, subscribe to everything anymore. Yeah. What is uh, when is E3 again? This is coming week. week Oh shit! Yeah, the week that people the week that people listen Monday? to this starts on starts on the well. No, I think the first one's on the ninth. Yeah, I think it's the week, oh, after. the week after. Yeah, so we have a week yet between. Okay. Yeah, Xbox is on Sunday. Maybe we'll do a delayed cast to yeah. capture what's in it. Uh, so in about a week's time, Dauntless crossed the six million player count mark. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Very um, impressive. Bungie revealed the first trailer for Destiny 2 Season of Opulence. Looks dope as shit. Coming out June 4th. Uh, it shows some new activities with loot. Um, oh, there's going to be a new non-raid six-player PvE activity. And it also shows off Tr- um, Truth, which was an exotic rocket launcher from the original Destiny. That will appear in-game June 11th via a quest. Um, quest. That's that's really all I got. It's gonna be it's gonna be light before E three. So Hey yo. Um cool, is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we go? Um It's kinda of a slow week. I've been I playing so. a lot of Overwatch and it's been real fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll play some Overwatch with you. I'll play some Dauntless with you Literally guys. Literally last night, I, I told you. someone not to be a dick and competitive, and then we won. Did it? Was, was that beneficial? Was that one of your friends? Yeah. No. Was that one of the Sweat Lodge guys? <laughs> sweat Lodgies? It wasn't a Sweat Lodge boy. <laughs> I mean, Sweat Lodge in other ways, sure. But. That's, that is a different issue. Um... Yeah, boys. All right. Well, then why don't we why don't we head out and uh, we'll yeah, play some games boys. today. So why don't we say thank you to everyone for tuning in again. This is episode 168. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Um, if you want to engage with us, there's a lot of ways to do that. We are in a, a whole bunch of different communities. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Discord. We have our own channel there. You can join us on Twitter at the um, uh, handle at Pixel Raider. You can also tweet at us individually at the handles down in the description of every episode. We all have our own Twitter sphere addresses, and you can hit us there. We really love talking about games of any kind, and uh, we may not always agree with you, but Maybe we want to hear those opinions. Maybe not any kind. Uh, <laughs> many kind, don't not any kind. Don't you playing those mind games on me, Yeah, don't, uh, don't mess with Danny on the Twitter sphere. Anyway, we... <laughs> Uh, we appreciate it. We also wanted to invite you to um, consider supporting the show. Um, we are a independently financed group, which means basically we, we do this it. out of our own pocket. We, we go broke doing this. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. We're a cult. And if you want to support our cult, the easiest way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash pixelraider. Um, you can become a monthly donor for as little as a dollar a month, which is less than I guarantee you spend on coffee. Become so if a you pixel peak. Uh, become a pixel peep there are some cool rewards if i remember correctly um tony can correct me here if there aren't any but we can always make some um i feel like there's t-shirts and there's some designs that uh, happen at a certain monthly level but i could be wrong about that um definitely check it out uh if 
you wanted to support the show but you did not want to donate any money totally respect that we don't like doing ads because we again think it's about the content more than the money even though it does help us pay for things um, you can leave us a nice five-star review on your podcast outlet of choice it goes a long way towards keeping us at the top of the rankings and when people search for video game blog that's what we want to be uh, is showing up in that list and if you wanted to do even less than that but just wanted to help out a little bit tell your friend that we have a cast and you enjoy it you're um, a fun way to help friend. out we know you you're only a singular friend one, so and just tell him <laughs> just tell him tell him and uh, and see if you can get him to listen to and, and it goes a long way towards keeping us on the air we really appreciate all that you guys do um, we will see you out there on the net and if you want to play some games we're on discord so uh, hit us up we'll start a little party all right party time well then uh ladies and gents i will see you out uh maybe we'll play some dauntless today if you convince me to do it don't believe it you should come um, on to overwatch right now since we're on I our could, computers i could play some overwatch i want to see what the plan is my pup may need to walk but uh perhaps after it's yeah always the, idea. the pup is very needy she's very cute though she's almost a year also Total surprise, but we're gonna throw her a birthday party, and she doesn't know about it because she's. Oh my god! You just told one. her. No, she doesn't. She doesn't speak English. It's okay. Wait, what? Um, I wanna, but it, I want you guys to know, but it's a surprise from her. She's sleeping in another room, so it's gonna be fine. Okay. And Dog so. Dog birthday party. Yeah, it's gonna be really good, yeah, and we can you can Facetime in, or you can come down. And Are you inviting all of her friends? All of her friends. She actually has a lot of friends in the dog park. She's very popular. And they're all they're all coming to her party? Mm-hmm. Pet the pup at the party. Oh, my God. Pet the pup at the party. I love that game. Oh, that's a really good game. Is that still free on itch.io? Probably. So. I bet it is. It's a good game. Um, anyway, TLDR. Catch you all later. Uh, that's it. Bye. 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 Oh, I'm recording. I should stop. I instantly, yeah, I tried to click it and I was like, derp. Oh, God, never so, say that again. Oh, right, my God. I was going to title oh my God. it. Oh, my God. You know, <sighs> speaking of, this might, this might take us over the edge, but, um, so I had been Googling. I was on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Put a been... little timestamp here for clipability. <laughs> I was on the bus and I was Googling because I had this weird thought in my mind. You know how people get tattoos and they like extend their areolas into a shape like a heart? Or... Yeah, totally like all the time. Yeah. I did that when I was 15. So Yeah, so like <laughs> Natch. Did your parents sign that permission slip? Of course they did. They, did. they wanted him to be cool as fuck, man. <laughs> they said, my kid's going to be lit. <laughs> my kid's lit. In fact, and then they idea, like really. put a hoop on fire and like threw a baby through it and was yeah. like, fuck <laughs> yeah, damn. Uh, that's the that's the millennial generation. You a baby going through a fiery hulu? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah. you parent. That's basically how the millennial yeah. parent. That's about it, right? Yeah. So you were talking about tattooing your areola? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not mine specifically. Just looking oh, right, at them online. Um, yeah, I just out figured of, since I did it, you might have also done it. I yes. Uh, I uh-huh. did, but I just tattooed my areolas to be like two shades darker. Mm, mm. Um, I go for the uh, chocolate chips. Let's talk is, a little bit about where you're. Going is it painful? With the story. Yes. 
What is the moral of this story? Yeah, the moral what, what of this learning. You know what? <laughs> honestly, it's chocolate chip milk now. Maybe it's. <laughs> are we good? Are we? Is it... I think we're good. Okay. Well, think... I've learned a lot. I feel like this has been a very educational cast. Let's talk a little bit about games today. Wait, what? In uh, episode one sixty eight, we did make it a full twelve minutes, which I'm very proud of us. That was impressive. Um, let's talk a little bit about games. 